yesterday I was asking, what have you accidentally left to freeze in your car? Because I mentioned that I left a bag of washed and chopped kale, uh, which is not cheap. It feels like nothing here. Like it doesn't weigh very much, but it costs a lot. And how I ruined it because I froze it. And then I got schooled on how I should have just saved it for smoothies or put it in soup. Thank you. I have been made aware of this. And if I ever freeze another entire bag of pre-chopped kale, I will know exactly what to do. Um, Nichelle on the Facebook page, though, she said one time liquid fabric softener. That was in the heat. Um, and she said it gunked up really weird and it changed consistency, which is kind of gross. Uh, Elizabeth had a case of rock, or not a case, pack of Rockstar drinks. And there's something about like Rockstars, it's that energy drink smell, right? It's got that smell. I don't know if I could handle that. Uh, Darcy froze sunscreen and she said it doesn't freeze well. You should have to throw it out because it just went so weird uh someone else had laundry soap in the car which was a huge mess to clean up uh where it spilled but obviously it smelled nice um and then reading through the comments though i saw this one from brenda who said she forgot some chips in the car and she said the cold enhanced the flavor and they were the best old dutch sour cream and onion chips she'd ever had and since then when she does buy chips they go right into the freezer because she said they taste better. I've heard this. Um, I was about cheesies. Hawkins cheesies in the freezer is apparently like a game changer. Because, you know, you're so used to eating chips at room temperature. I might have to start eating mine frozen. This cold weather, the... Uh extreme cold warning that is in effect from Environment Canada. It's supposed to end today. Um, that polar vortex is going to head back north where it belongs. We should be feeling better uh, about the temperatures. Overnight, just not nearly as cold, which is great. It's going to be a huge benefit as well for the airports. Let's face it, they have had some uh, not so great schedules and things well i shouldn't even say schedules they just had to cancel a ton of flights and for somebody and they even like they did let you know they said basically like just so you know because of this weather things aren't moving as smoothly as they should be uh i don't want to say as usual because air traffic and air travel has just been bonkers the last couple years uh but they did basically warn passengers that stuff was happening and so a lot of people unfortunately uh travel travel plans were either significantly delayed or eventually cancelled. And when you plan a hot holiday as a resident of Saskatchewan, that is, like, you look forward to that trip, whether you plan it six months in advance or if you are, like, a last-minute person who's like, you know what, I'm going to Mexico next week. The anticipation of that trip becomes everything, right? Because you know you have something to look forward to. You have warm temperatures to look forward to. And then getting to, like, you know what, all oh, the excitement of, I'm an airport person. I love going to the airport. I will, I love having that airport beer before your flight. But as you sit there for hours and hours, the excitement of your trip, uh, the possibility just starts to wane a little bit because you're like, you know what? I don't know if this is going to work out. And then having your trip canceled, I feel for you. I really do. And hopefully you can reschedule and get that dose of sun that you need. I feel like there's been a lot of um, extra chatter about Stanley quenchers as of late. I want I wanted to say Stanley cups, but it's not a cup. It's a mug, and it's also not a sports trophy. But you know what I'm talking about. The Stanley mugs. Um, I, I talked about how we found out that Stanley's revenue was like this comfortable $70 million a year. Then all of a sudden, it just jumped up to $750 million because of these damn mugs. Uh, one of the reasons they're so popular, aside from just being 
like visually appealing and coming in so many colors. That's one of the reasons, right? It's like, first of all, it was pastels. I don't know. I can't remember. And then it was like, oh, but then now we've got this bold emerald blue or emerald blue emerald green anyway the releasing of colors right makes them a little bit more exclusive but something else that has worked so well for them is the scarcity model it's the thing in marketing when something is so hard to find it makes people want it even more that's just how it is people are lining up for these new colors that get released and then if you some people that are able to get them they're selling them online for like hundreds of dollars And people are paying that because they just want one so badly. It's insane. Some, though, the experts are saying that Stanley is going to be a victim of its own success because now that everybody has one and it's so overexposed, the way coolness works, once something is overexposed, it stops being cool. Remember Beanie Babies? Blue Monday was yesterday. Um, It's the name given to a day in January, which is typically the third Monday of the month. It was from a UK travel company. They gave it that name and said it was the most depressing day of the year. They they talked about this first in 2005 in an actual press release from the company where they claimed to have calculated this date using an actual equation taking into account weather conditions and blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's a Hallmark holiday, let's face it. But it is, right? Like, it's Christmas is over, New Year's is done, it's probably really cold, and you just want to do something, right? You want to go on a hot holiday. So I can see why the travel company uh, would have done that. But at the same time, you know, you do. You get the January blues. And what experts are saying now uh, are that micro acts of joy could help that. Uh, Brief exercise or activities um, can contribute to a person's happiness. So small things that just make you happy. It doesn't have to be anything crazy it can be like um you know i took the stairs and i was proud of myself for not taking the elevator the more of those little things you experience you actually have the capacity over your own experience of joy and you can improve on it so i want to know what are the small things that bring you joy i love these because i feel like i'm a fairly happy person um and so i do find a lot of joy in those little things like peeling the protective cover off of something Yes. Cleaning my glasses in the morning. I do it at work here all the time. I get in. It's disgusting. I've got a four-year-old. She's not very careful with her fingers. And I cleaning my glasses just makes my day. Clean sheets, obviously, that's a good one. Uh, for me, a perfectly cooked steak. <sighs> New notepad day is another one for me. I absolutely love that first piece of paper. Uh, another one, the first knife into the new peanut butter jar. That's great. Again, very small, small little moment of joy. I'm not saying, like, go out and buy 12 jars of peanut butter, put your knife in it 12 times to bring yourself joy. Just make a note of those things. Take them in. The the smell of a bakery in a grocery store, right? I was just talking before how uh, Blue Monday was yesterday. I didn't talk about it, but I talked about it today on the Tuesday after. Whatever. They say, you know, it can be the most depressing day of the year, the third Monday in January. And experts have said, you know, doing micro acts of joy can really change your mood. Uh, in this seasonal time that we're in where everything's still cold and gray and kind of gross and you just want to escape on a hot vacation. So I asked you what little micro acts uh, give you joy. Ashley from Martinsville, uh, she said fresh cut grass, absolutely. Clean sheets out of the dryer, 100%. Her mom's answers were fresh buns, hamburger soup, yes, and no wind chill. Uh, right now, no wind chill would bring me a lot of joy, quite 
honestly. I love that answer. Uh, one other one I got on the uh, cruise Facebook page. I thought this one was fun. It was from uh, Tanner. He said, picking my nose in these few quiet minutes of silence and solitude before the kids wake up, bringing the mayhem. I don't know if you're actually picking your nose, tra- Tanner, or if you just mean like being able to sit and do nothing, but I get that. Michelle, coffee, blanket, and a movie. I agree with that one as well. Um, waking up buried under nice blankets. Having my cat curled up in my lap. That's from Tammy. And Darcy as well. First great, first sip of a great cup of coffee. It's funny how coffee and relaxing and like staying on the couch are all very popular answers. I did want to talk about this. The city of Saskatoon changing up its waste collection system. We knew this was happening. They've been rolling it out for a while now. And basically the stage we're at now, residents can pick from three different black card sizes each with a different cost. So if you think the one you currently have, which is like the standard 360 liter cart, uh, if you think it's too big, you can downgrade to a smaller one and pay less for it, which, come on, that sounds fantastic. The other change too, of course, the city added the green bins for organic waste last year and started charging for waste collection as a utility. Uh, it's a separate, it's not on your property taxes anymore. And then a week ago, the city opened up a two month window where you now can change your bin size if you want. You can swap them out. More than 3,500 requests have come in so far in just a week. And it looks like a lot of us want smaller bins. Um, in case you were wondering, like I said, the, the, the current size everybody has right now, 360 liters. Mediums are 240 liters and a small black bin cart whatever you want to call it which will hold two to three garbage bags is 120 liters and uh in case you were wondering that's 62 liter bottles of pop that's how i picture it in my mind all the time anybody who talks about liters i'm instantly like how many two liters of pop is that Huh, 60. Okay, good to know. The Emmys were last night. This is focusing on television in case you're confused when it comes to all the different award shows that are out there. Um, I love television, therefore I don't mind the Emmys. And um, if you missed it, it looks like Succession, The Bear, and Beef uh, cleaned up last night when it comes to acting, writing, all those things. Beef won a lot of awards. There was uh, a few other ones that kind of stand out. And when it comes to... Um, What's the one I like? Oh, Outstanding Variety Talk Series. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah won for that. Outstanding Writing for a Variety Series. Last week tonight with John Oliver. Love John Oliver. Um, but it is kind of crazy because when shows dominate these awards so much, you just forget that there are other people being nominated. And, you know, when someone else wins from the show, the other people are probably like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. This is Succession's night. Whatever. The one thing I did want to mention is that uh, Better Call Saul was nominated for, uh, where was it here? Outstanding Drama Series. Better Call Saul, this was their last season. Six seasons. Um, show was great. I watched, I think, the first three, and then I just kind of fell off of that track. But anyway, uh, Better Call Saul has been nominated for 53 Emmys and never won a single one. You want to talk about always the bridesmaid? Wow, um, that's unfortunate. It reminds me. It reminds me of uh, Susan Lucci back in the day in the soaps. She was nominated for a daytime Emmy like so many times and never won. I think they gave her like an honorary one eventually because it's like, okay, sorry, Susan. Here's your here's your 
sympathy award. But yeah, poor Better Call Saul. They missed out once again.